Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Adam Young, editor of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is The Lead. In this podcast, I will go over highlights from the past week in Lubbock and the South Plains and offer a look ahead to interesting stories our newsroom will be working on this week. I'm bringing in a few of the Avalanche Journal's reporters to share a bit about a few of the stories they're working on. So let's get started. Joining us for this special election edition of The Lead, we've got Alex Driggers, the AJ's government reporter, and Matteo Rusilis, our trends and breaking news reporter, to talk about what we're expecting this week. Um, after last week, we saw early voting trend up a little bit after the first few days had been down compared to 2018. What are your takeaways from early voting going into this week, Alex? That's right, Adam. Compared to 2018, uh, which that was the year that Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke were running uh, for the U.S. Senate seat, um, early voting numbers in 2018 were really, really strong compared to years prior to that. And we had been down a little bit from those numbers in 2022 in general. But towards the end of last week, uh, we started to see the 2022 numbers uh, trending upward compared to 2018. We had at least a couple of days where we surpassed the early voting turnout from 2018 in Lubbock County. So we've seen a little bit of a swing and, uh, I think people are really are, are really getting involved. And I spoke to Roxine Stinson, the Lubbock County election, Elections Administrator, uh, last week, and she told me that she thinks maybe folks are just waiting a little bit longer to see what happens. And so I think that that's reflected in our early ver- early voting turnout through the end of the week. Now early voting is over with, and starting 7 o'clock Tuesday morning, people will head back to the ballot for election day. What what are you expecting from that? That's right. Polls open seven to seven across the state on Tuesday. Um, I expect we'll see a lot of people turning out to vote. Now, many locations across the state have new voting machines. Um, Lubbock County, Hale County are some of the ones um, that have implemented those first. Um, so it I voted last week. Early, it took me just a couple of extra seconds to get that in, so I don't think we'll anticipate any issues with that. But you do, yeah, it is a little bit of a different process, so um, you'll want to make sure you ask your poll worker exactly what you need to do and where you need to scan your ballot and uh, all of that fun stuff. But um, but it, it really is an easy process. And it's definitely important to get out and vote. We've got a $200 million uh, street bond election on the ballot here in the city of Lubbock. We've got across the state, we've got a lot of statewide races, including the race for governor, lieutenant governor, and go on and on from there. But definitely important to get out and do that. Um, And then also to be informed, we've got a few offerings online that we'll be um, having through LubbockOnline.com, through podcasts and just updates for uh, statewide stories. But what can you tell us, Mateo, about what we can expect from uh, podcasting and some of the guests we've got lined up? Yeah, for sure. Um, On Tuesday night, 
um, at 9.30, we're going to go live on Twitter Spaces um, to kind of just recap of what we're seeing so far. We should have early polling um, numbers in by then. And we should start getting some districts reporting their numbers for statewide elections. We should be, be joining by uh, local Lubbock uh, media partners where we can talk about those numbers, especially some of these hotly contested races, and some about the offices in general, about what they do, why they are important to us as West Texas um, folks, and just a little bit of that in general. And then on Wednesday, we're going to just recap everything from election, um, just kind of seeing the results of that night, if we had any surprises, if we saw this as a trending matter, um, or if there's even probably a contested race. And just on a personal note, we haven't had the um, obligatory newsroom discussion about pizza yet. Um, I don't know exactly how that's going to play out. I don't know if we have any pineapple and Canadian bacon folks here in our newsroom. I don't want to comment on that matter in this public forum, Adam. I was like, I think people already know my vote because they saw me following the video or on the photos on the Lubbock online website of me voting against pineapple. So (laughs) I think my vote is pretty much out there already. Understood. Well, um, I may be outvoted here. Uh, We will uh, err on the side of going with a local establishment. Haven't picked that yet, but we always go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got a few things in mind. Absolutely. And now for something completely different. Alex has been working a story um, ahead of this week's um, UIL uh, state band competition. What can you tell us about that? Right. Uh, When I went into the field of journalism, I did not expect that my high school marching band experience would pay off or or, uh, provide a needed skill set for this job, but it has. Um, uh, I've been following uh, the marching band contests from the uh, region and area contest through now uh, this week, what is the state contest happening in San Antonio Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And we've got several bands from the Panhandle South Plains area that will be competing in San Antonio at that state contest. In 6A, we've got uh, Friendship High School that will be competing on Monday. We've got Hale Center, New Deal, Panhandle, and Sundown in the 2A classification They'll be performing on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, uh, we've got three schools from Canyon ISD. All three schools, uh, high schools in Canyon, will be competing in the state contest, including West Plains High School. And it's their first year to even have a band or have a school. So that's kind of that's kind of neat for them. They make it to state on their first run. So uh, we'll be following that. We'll have all of the results next uh, late this week at LubbockOnline.com. And for all of you students and families out there traveling down for that, we hope you stay safe and look forward to visiting with you next week. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Adam. There's a lot going on around our community, and we love your story ideas and tips. Please feel free to reach out to me at ayoung at labaconline.com, give me a call, or hit me up on social media. Here's hoping the week ahead brings great news and developments to Lubbock in our area. The lead is produced with the help of the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter Mateo Rusilis and photo editor Annie Rice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to checking back in with you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. 
Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.